Hi, my name's Lou, and today I'm going to be reading to you from the internet. Why? Well, why not? And today's what is going to be something from the Something Awful Forums Crackhead Clubhouse subform in a thread entitled Share Stories of People Who Can't Handle Their Weed and or Other Substances, or as I like to call it, Share Stories of People Who Can't Hold Their Smokuses. And the original poster is known as Comey, and the thread begins like this. A while ago, I briefly touched on this topic and story in another GBS thread. Then I wondered what stories other people in CC would have. About a year ago, I was smoking up with some friends in my rec room, and there was some 19-year-old Indian chick there who no one knew save for one person. I've never met her before, and for the most part, she seemed normal during the two minutes that I talked to her. Anyway, before she takes a hit, she says to me, Whenever I get high, I become so philosophical and deep. Like, just comes right out and says it. So she takes two hits, sits there for five minutes, then turns to me wide out and shouts, Do you ever stop to think about how deep and meaningful life is and how much power we truly have hidden within ourselves if we only used all of our abilities at once for the greater good? Trying to be all deep and shit? I just said, cool man, and sat somewhere else. Five minutes later, she loudly proclaims, I just found out earlier this week that I'm 100% true lesbian. Isn't that weird? We all just sort of nodded and went, Uh Uh-huh. At this point, things became awkward. Other than that Indian girl, there was only one other chick there among our friends. So Indy Lesbo then starts staring at her nonstop and making it obvious that she's staring at her so that we'd all notice. I guess we were all supposed to think that this was blazing hot. I don't know. The other girl is understandably creeped the fuck out. So I ask Indian bitch to please stop staring at her as she's making the other girl and her boyfriend extremely uncomfortable. She then breaks into a crying fit and starts saying shit like, Why can't I have anything that beautiful? I just want what's owed to me and my soul. I politely kicked her and her one friend out and proceed to wonder why the hell some people can't even handle a simple thing like weed. Another example, I was at a house party a few weeks ago and having a pretty good time. I sat down next to some army guy who just got back from Iraq and was pretty much drunk off his ass, downing a bottle of J.D. straight with no mixes. He turns to me and my friend and says something like, Man, this J.D. is fucking kicking my ass. My friend, who has known this guy for years but never drank with him, says jokingly, Wow, it must have been those roofies that mix in your drink, I guess, eh? Army guy stares at me and says, Did you fucking put roofies in my drink? I'm like, No. And he says, if you did, I will fucking kill you. I will fucking take my knife and fucking kill you. And just stares at me all red in the face while saying it. So I get up and move and get a drink. As I can see, this isn't a good situation to be in. Army guy gets up and starts asking around the room if anyone saw me drop something in his drink. Everyone just gives him the WTF look. And he looks back at me and says, all I need is one witness and you are fucking dead. Then slams the bathroom door as he's about to take a piss or shit or whatever. When he comes out, the house owner politely asks him to leave, as he's had way too much and needs to settle down anyway. He then makes a complete charge for me and is only stopped by his own feet as he trips over himself and does a swan dive onto the floor. A bunch of guys pin him down and then carry him outside while waiting for a taxi. Everyone tells me that he's the world's nicest guy and a great friend, but apparently turns into a sack of shit as soon as he starts drinking. He's always been like that, so no using excuses such as, well, he's seen some crazy shit in Iraq garbage. What have you seen or witnessed? Tostito replies, My neighbor invited my friend and I for a quick gravity bong session one night after we were supposed to head out. My friend and I each take one hit. 
my friend, being the complete retard he is, starts to feel really nauseous about 20 minutes later, claiming he hasn't eaten all day, it was 11.30pm, and proceeds to dry heave and vomit for the next hour behind my house. I take him to McDonald's to get some food, where he throws up some more for the next hour behind the McDonald's dumpster. I was pretty high the whole time, but it basically ruined our night since we didn't even go out after that. Tolerance plus lack of exercise plus empty stomach plus terrible diet plus complete lack of sleep equals weed will make you throw up. My friend is an idiot. Snolly replies, Yeah, I've seen a bunch of freakouts. One was a friend of mine who took too many waterfall hits and proceeded to throw up chocolate muffins all over the bed we were on. Don't think me and my mate have ever moved as fast, especially stoned as we did then. Knew another guy who'd never smoked before took a few bong hits, then proceeded to kind of half fall down a flight of stairs. Then I had my own, back in October. After roughly seven years of incident-free smoking, I was at a friend's place and had two beers and a vodka and soda, and went out to have a cig. Someone was passing a joint around. I smoked a bit, and five minutes later, I was feeling kind of bad. Made my excuses and went and locked myself in the bathroom. Felt terrible. Everything was spinning, and I forced myself to throw up. But the third time I threw up, I was blacking out and my thoughts were going wild. Eventually, I came back to some semblance of normality, sat doubled over on the floor with my head resting against the radiator, and managed to get to my feet. Sweating profusely, I go back to my friend's room. She told me I'd been gone two hours. After that, I felt all right. Really, really stoned, but all right. Don't know what did it. I've always been fine on much higher amounts of alcohol and weed. And I smoke and drink a lot, or did anyway. No longer drinking now. So I don't know why that suddenly happened. All I could think was I felt kind of ill all day, or it was way stronger weed than I was used to or whatever. Weird stuff for sure. Comey replies to his own thread. My first freakout was actually about six months ago. I had a bunch of friends over at my place and we started hitting the bong. And like hitting it hard. We had finished a bowl and then I'd just start packing it and restarting the session. At one point everyone was like, okay man, I'm done. But I kept going. I bonged about six bowls back to back just to myself without stopping. Which is a lot for me. Next thing I know, I'm sitting in my computer chair in my room and everyone has already got up and went into the kitchen or outside for a smoke, and I couldn't fucking move my arms or legs, no matter how hard I tried. Yet my left leg wouldn't stop shaking, but I couldn't voluntarily move it. One of my friends came in and was just staring at me. Finally, she says, Comey, you look like you're dying. Great, thanks. That's the best thing to hear when you're already tripping balls. I remember looking at the pile of laundry next to my feet and thinking, I'm going to die next to this goddamn pile of laundry that I never got around to finishing and I'm going to have nothing to wear to my funeral. I lost all the color in my face and was white as hell. My friends all came in and stood around my chair while I continued just to stare straight and not move or talk. But I could listen clearly. They grabbed me by the arms and half dragged me outside for some fresh air. Once I was out there for about 30 minutes, I began to feel better. To this day, they still nickname me Commander Data because apparently that's how I looked when I was fucked up. LKMD adds... The first time I had freaked out was when my parents had gone out of town leaving my grandmother to watch me and my brothers. So one night I was headed outside and smoked four bowls. This is about a month after I had just started. I then proceeded into the house and in a state of paranoia removed all my clothing and threw them into a dryer in order to remove any smell. After changing into some clothes, I walked up to my brother and asked him to watch me because my breathing was shallow and time was just moving in and out. I tend not to smoke alone anymore. Walkinator replies, Not anyone I personally know, but a college roommate of one of my high school friends was a passenger in a car during a blunt ride at night. Just him and the driver. They both got, apparently, really too baked for their own good, and the driver started passing out at the wheel. Of course, the car begins to swerve, but instead of trying to grab the wheel or something, this guy decides that he's too high to deal with the situation and passes out as well. 
They hit a parked car, and the roommate was in physical therapy for a few months after that, having broke one of his arms and some ribs. I don't know what happened to the driver. Vital Signs adds, I believe this story took place two years to the day next weekend. I was partying at what would be my future residence, and my girlfriend and I had just had a breakup after two years of dating. This isn't really important, but only needed to explain that I was in a total state of don't give a fuck. More than usual. I started out drinking 22s of Labatt popped a couple of clonopins, and was taking shots of whiskey about every 10 minutes. My friend then breaks out some really nice-looking bud, and we begin to smoke. After a couple bowls, everything hits me at once. It was almost like they were all waiting for each other so they could team up on me. I say, hey guys, I'm done, and get up, walk out of the bedroom, and proceed to Chris Farley fall flat on my face, just barely missing the couch and thus taking out a stolen road sign. For the next year... I couldn't hit a bowl with my friends without them asking me if I was sure I could handle it. Baji replies, I think that brownies are the easiest way to go overboard. I was at a friend's house a couple of months ago, meeting up to go out to a bar. My friend offered me a brownie. I ate about half of it before realizing how stoned everyone else was. We go to the bar, and I'm just miserable high. I can't just sit still and relax to save my life. I was constantly alternating between sipping my beer and fake yawning every three seconds because it was really all I could do. The tipping point was when a guy who I didn't recognize came up to me and started talking to me like he knew me. I was convinced that he was fucking with me, so I decided to walk home, about two miles through some not-so-great neighborhoods. I spent the next 40 minutes or so constantly looking over my shoulder, convinced that someone was following me. Then when my friends got back home, they found that the dog had eaten the other half of my brownie and pissed all over the house. It was so stoned it couldn't even... And walk up the stairs. Oni Kuhn replies, The other day my friend who recently stopped his break from smoking takes three hits out of my bubbler. He is known to sometimes require a little cool down by himself if he gets too high. And this is what he did. Completely normal. Not out of the ordinary. He is just sitting on my toilet with a water. I check on him. Make sure he's fine. He says he's good and just needs some time. And I sit down and begin to play some lumines. Next thing I know, I hear a bunch of commotion, and he runs out of my bathroom with his pants around his ankles and his dick hanging out, screaming at the top of his lungs that he's dying. I sit him down, and then after I tell him how it's impossible that he is dying after smoking weed, I get him outside. He starts talking fast about how those hits somehow ruptured his bladder and made his stomach bleed, and then he kneels down on the ground and bangs his head into the concrete. He eventually calmed down and was just high. It was pretty funny. Okay, then. Well, I hope you've enjoyed listening to these delightful stories of people who can't hold their smokuses. Once again, I have to thank the Something Awful Goons for sharing all their wonderful stories of the problems they or their friends have had with the drug taking and the doing. As always, I did not write any of these stories. I just found them and read them on the internet. Here's a piece of a pretty incredible news, and that is Lou Reed's has its first sponsor. Now, how do you like that? Now, the first sponsor is Buzzgrounds.com. And Buzzgrounds.com is your one-stop shop for all your smoking needs. They carry a large variety of products such as tobacco pipes, water pipes, stash jars, blunt wrappers, grinders, and smoking accessories. Why don't you stop by Buzzgrounds.com. And if you like anything, you can get 10% off your order just by using the coupon code LOUWEEDS. That's L-O-U. W-E-E-D-S. I know, isn't that a clever coupon? I thought of it myself. Uh, but, of course, these are tobacco smoking products. So, just head on over there and check it out. What do you got to lose? And especially if you enjoyed the topic of today's post, 
you might be inclined to go to a place like Buzzgrounds. So please head on over there and support them because they're supporting me. All right, this has been Lou from Lou Reads with coupon code Lou Reads signing out and saying thanks again for checking out LouReads.com. Make sure to subscribe in iTunes and all the rest of that RSS feed stuff. Tell all your friends. Uh, bookmark it for them without them knowing. Put it on their iPods. Um, write it on them while they're asleep. All the rest of those things that you, you young whippersnappers like to do. All right. Lou out. What? Ha <laughs> ha.